Welcome to another episode of Quarter for the Payphone. I'm your host, Manny, and with me, I have Jess. Hello. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. See, that's so much better. I feel okay. I feel like I don't have to live up to any expectation. All right. Yeah. I, I remember last week. It just popped in my head. Well, two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I always say last week. <laughs> I listened to our podcast last week. So, Jess, what's going on? What's new? I've created a new word. I'm so excited to tell you about this. Do okay. Do we want to let our audience know right now, or do you want to copyright it first? Oh, well, oh, I'll just talk about it. Okay, it's fine let's do it. because let's be honest, I'm not going to copyright it because that takes a lot of paperwork. But wait a minute, you can interested. copyright now, right, with the recording. Is that a binding? I'm I'm making it so. Okay. 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 So, the word is fansplain. And I'll tell you how it happened. Okay, let's hear fansplaining. So. I put an ING at the end of yeah, that. Yeah, no, that's exactly. Okay. Yes, right. that's exactly what it would be. Okay. Um, or, you know, it would, yeah, it could turn into that. When it's done, is it fan, 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 fansplained? fansplained? Yeah. Okay. It's this, you would use it in the same word that you would use mansplaining. But with a fan. But with fan. So it's, the reason that this came up was because I was talking to a coworker about how 2019 Jess might be Pickle Rick from Rick and Morty. Wait, um, for Halloween or just in general? No, Is this in what general. You decided? Because 2018 Jess was Tiny Rick, just in a nutshell. When did this happen? Where was I? I think we've talked about this. Maybe not. I don't no, know. This, I'm, the, this I'm sorry. I apologize. No, I was basically Tiny Rick. I feel like you're Rick explaining me now. <laughs> See, yeah, it just didn't turn into anything. Um, so I was talking about how, so then 2019 Jess might be Pickle Rick. And he told me, you do realize that Pickle Rick is based off of the creator's alcoholic father, which I didn't know. Oh. And he said, oh, sorry, I'm starting to mansplain. And I said, no, 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 you're fansplaining because obviously I didn't know that about the show. Yeah. And if you don't know what show we're talking about, we're talking about the adventures of Alex Mack. So, <laughs> the secret life, the secret life of Alex Mack. Anyway, so yeah, fansplain. So I like it. Yeah, but, thanks. So you, are you just having a pickle Rick attitude then? Is that what's going oh, on? Oh, you're still. <laughs> yeah, we're still talking about that. Yes. Well, I think that has changed too because I am still a little bit tired from being Tiny Rick. Oh, okay. Also, I think that i started out too heavy being pickle rick in january okay. and i i haven't recovered still okay, well so, so does that make jason morty then uh he can be morty sure so does he go through stages like this year he's evil morty no i think i'm the only one who really has because 2018 i was trying all these new things it, that could be a whole just other conversation okay all right anyway so I'm on board either way. I guess I should start doing this thing. I'm I'm going to be Batman for the next five years. Okay. So, yeah. cool. Basically, it's instead of choosing a resolution, then I just come up with some sort of other way that I want to live my life. Like saying <laughs> yes or trying new things or making opportunities happen, like going to Iceland this year or Why don't going you to just VidCon. Have, you should – you need – Oh, that's new to me. Um, 
I keep a lot of secrets from you. You do. It's like, you tell me like you've told me, but this is the first time I'm here. Did about. I not tell you I'm going to VidCon? No, you told me about Iceland, but yeah. not VidCon. That's because the first few people I told about VidCon had no idea and did not care. So then I thought, oh, maybe I'm the only one who's interested in this. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm going to VidCon. That's I'm awesome. Excited. Yeah, July. Um, That's really cool. My girlfriend and I are planning... Well, we were planning to go to VidCon, but... Somebody took that idea. We can go together. No. <laughs> no, we're planning on going in September. So we're just really saving right now. We're going to do Disneyland yes. and Universal. Yeah. We're going to stay in California for like a week and a half. But nice. that's pretty expensive. Like, Yeah. Yeah. Disneyland tickets are pretty cheap right now for three days. I think it's 260 It is so nuts to me that they're so expensive in general now, though, because... First of all, how does a family of four or five go anymore? Second of all, they were like $80 the last time I bought one. When was that? Um, I was still in college, so it was a long time ago. <laughs> um, I've been three times. First time I got to go for free because um, I, I won some trip when I was a kid. And then, oh, second time I got to go for free too. Because my friend's mother used to work at a radio station in California, and they would just give her Disneyland tickets. What? So he hooked it up for uh, for me and this girl I was dating at the time, and so I got to go for free. So I think last year was the first time I had to pay for Disneyland. Wow. And for two days, it was 250 Yeah, that's so crazy. Yeah. Ugh. So, but for three days, it's 260 so yeah, just uh, just yeah, yeah do, add yeah. that on there. Yeah, hmm. dang it, I should have done that. Hmm. I had one more thing to tell you, but it's gone, and it's gonna hit me when we're done recording because that always happens. Oh, I know what I do want to talk to you about, and it has to do with this topic. So don't let me forget. Okay. Because this happens to I feel like Jess and I a lot. There's a podcast that I love listening to called The Weekly Planet, and for this particular topic. They didn't talk about the whole thing, what we're going to talk about. But do you remember that certain moment I was talking about how, well, we'll get to it. But they mentioned it this week, how it's so awkward. Weird. And I just feel like it always happens to us. Yeah. Yeah. We need to be on that show. We need to just pick some beef and broccoli. What does that mean? Got beef. Create some beef with them, with Weekly Planet? Yeah. And broccoli. I was saying okay. beef and broccoli. You bring the beef, I'll bring the broccoli. Yeah, totally. Let's get it stuck in our teeth. <laughs> Just they will. They, they'll get it stuck in their teeth. Yeah. We're, we would and win, we'll be eating obviously. the beef. Yeah. That's what's for dinner. Um, oh, Jess. dear. No beef. Um, Jess, what are we talking about today? We... <laughs> Did you just get what I just said? <laughs> yes okay. oh dear no beef I, yeah um we are talking about the mummy because i wanted to discuss brendan fraser for an hour so yeah and i didn't care it was all in <laughs> i was in two weeks ago <laughs> now you have some hesitations yeah, yeah. well how do we want to do this? Do you want to talk about the movies first? Let's talk, sure. Let's talk about the first one because I do want to talk about the first one and the second one. I only seen parts of the third one. Okay. 
don't, I'll do my thing okay. and then <laughs> I'll interject. Yes. Um, also, I'm assuming people have seen, I told this to Manny already, but I'm assuming you've seen the first one at least. And yeah. by you, I mean the five people listening. Yeah. So. And by the first, we're talking about like the universal monster universe. From In the, 1932. Yeah, 19, yes. Yeah. Obviously. Yes. Brendan Fraser's that old. <sighs> okay. So, um, Brendan James Fraser was born. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, <laughs> no. Okay. So I will talk about the original because um, then it makes sense as to how the 1999 version and The Mummy Returns like call back to the original, I guess. Okay. So in the first one from 1932, Imhotep is found by a team of archaeologists who accidentally bring him back to life, just like in The Mummy of is Our Im- Childhood. Yeah, is Imhotep the mummy? Yes. Okay. Sorry, yes. I'm just for our five listeners, just in case I haven't seen it. Oh, yes. I'm yeah. sorry. Yes. Uh, however, he Imhotep escapes and then lives out in Egypt for 10 years, just hanging out. In the original. Like yeah. The old he's one. just living his life like a mummy. <laughs> Really? In, for 10 years. For 10 years. I guess I haven't seen it. I mean, I saw what he looked like, mm-hmm. and no, he doesn't look like a wrapped up mummy, but he also doesn't look like a human, so I don't know. Uh, is that with Bor- Boris Karloff? Did yes. you play him? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. So that was a little scary to me, just hanging out. I don't know. Uh, so then he eventually sees a half-Egyptian woman named Helen and believes that she is the reincarnation of the princess he for he loved. Oh, right? Okay. Uh, and the reason that he was killed. And so when he finds her, he attempts to kill her so he can turn her into a mummy, then resurrect her, then make her his bride, which just sounds like a lot of work. Yeah. Right? Uh, just, just appreciate what you got in front of you, my right. friend. Like... Quit trying to change people. <laughs> Mold them into what you are. Jeez. Right. You're right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the only way that Helen is rescued is that she remembers her ancestral past life and prays to Isis to save her. So with that, uh, the f- mummy 1999 uh-huh. and the mummy returns kind of mix the original so the first one obviously shares that Emotep story and like the Romeo and Juliet forbidden love. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And then the second one is kind of a nod to the whole Helen thing when Evie suddenly starts having flashbacks of being Princess Nevertiti, which I hate. Have you seen the second one? Yeah, I. OK, sorry. I don't want to interrupt your flow. No, Continue. When I when the first one came out. OK, I have to say this real quick. I have to get off my chest. So watching the first one. And I'm really nasally, so sorry to our <laughs> listeners. Um, I'm fighting a cold. Um, the first one, when it came out, my, I think my mom loved it. Like, we, it came out, I think that was the same summer or around that time. It was The Matrix 2. It was oh. like The Mummy and The Matrix. I was more of a Matrix fan. But, um, makes sense. Because <laughs> I'm. You seem like the type that would. Why? Just because I wear sunglasses, karate chopping people. Because you force everyone to call you Neo. Oh my gosh. I'm, okay. <laughs> they weren't supposed to know about that. Um, and Morpheus. Uh, <laughs> so when that movie came out, um, I think my dad rented it. 
and I know I'm going to sound a little hypocritical from what I'm about to explain, but it came up with some a little bit of the research I was doing. Mm-hmm. When we were watching The Mummy, and I like Brendan Fraser, but this movie steered me away from him for a while um, because I, I don't think he's very good in it. And I like him as an actor. But hear, hear what I have to say. As I was watching the movie, my dad was like, this is an Indiana Jones ripoff. Right? Mm-hmm. You want to, so the director, mm-hmm. when he was pitching the movie to Universal, mm-hmm. was saying it's like it's why don't we do an Indiana Jones mm-hmm. and Jason and the Argonauts sort of take on it. Mm-hmm. So it's very apparent watching that movie. That's not Brendan Fraser's fault. No, no, it's not. And apparently, did you know during a certain scene, did you stumble upon that for your research? What he like died. Yeah, when he's being, being hung. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. So hanged. I mean, it's, respect it's for him has really gone up. I'm saying just for a while, I didn't like him because of the Mummy movies, and um, I was thinking about this, and the Indiana Jones movies are obviously like paying homage to like those old '40s serial movies and things. Like that. It's very apparent when you watch them, but wouldn't it have been great if they actually did? Indiana Jones and the Curse of the Mummy. Like, oh, that would have been awesome. Yeah. Okay. So, I'm just. I mean, Brendan Fraser wouldn't have been involved, so no, I wouldn't have been. But no, just let some time go by, and Brendan Fraser's like his son, instead of Shia LaBeouf. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Who's Mm -hmm. swinging with monkeys, Mm -hmm. and then you can have this like, yeah, and it would make perfect sense because George of the Jungle, yeah, and swinging. With monkeys, with Brendan Fraser, it would have just been a crossover. I'm just done. Let's mix the universes. Indiana Jones and George of the Jungle universe solved. So, whoa, something out there. It's all connected. And the actor, my mom had a crush on Brendan Fraser. Yeah, as, Don't as we somebody all? else in this room, <laughs> me. No, um, and the the guy who protects the uh, the Magi guy. Yeah, yeah. She's like, Art I love Faye. him. Yeah. I, he also is the main gigolo guy in Deuce Bigelow. He is. <laughs> Was that part of your research? No, I just knew that. <laughs> so <laughs> I know a lot of stuff about Deuce Bigelow. I only saw that movie once. Yeah. And, but I know you're right because <laughs> I remember that. Yes. Uh, no, I just – here's the thing about the whole Evie flashback. Uh, we had a whole other movie where you dealt with Emotep, so – why didn't any of that come up in the first movie? And why suddenly do you have this going on? Because sequel. Yeah, basically. It's, they thought, oh, what else do we need to throw in there? This happened in the original. Let's do that. And I thought The Mummy Returns was a stupid name. Why? The, it's not. It's... Well, he, he literally returned. <laughs> yeah, but the ride has the perfect name, Revenge of the Mummy. Why didn't oh, they just call it? Oh, the name? ride is so great. Yeah. Well, I'm sure we'll get to that, but... The best. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. It's okay. Uh, Okay, so some things that I did find out about the movie. Rick O'Connell was first offered to Tom Cruise. Really? Yes, which uh, we all know happened in 2000... When did that come out? 2017? Yes. The the new mummy? (laughs) (laughs) The mummy. So that eventually happened. Uh, then it was offered to Brad Pitt, Matt Damon, and Ben Affleck. All of them turned it down. And then the role was finally offered to Brendan Fraser after the director, Stephen Summers, was impressed by the success of George of the Jungle. 
yeah, that is a good movie. Ben Affleck could have done that role, though. Like, I'm not, I'm just saying, I'm just picturing Ben Affleck. He could have done that. Not like Brendan Fraser, but okay. Okay, it's so corny. Um, I didn't know that the special effects were done by Industrial Light and Magic. Did you know that? I did. Okay, well, I didn't know. So it was a big deal at the time. They were like, look at this computerized mummy and how the muscles ripple when it gets shot. I just remember watching the making of it. Okay, see, so you pretend like you're not a fan, but what kind of non-fan watches the making of the mummy? Because the sci-fi channel. <laughs> when there's nothing on and the making of the mummy's on, hmm. why not? That sounds like something a fan would say, but okay. Uh, so then... <laughs> They used a combination of live action and computer graphics for the mummy version of Emotep. Throughout the film, three-dimensional makeup and prosthetics were used, as well as animatronics. So I assumed that there was more, there were more graphics going on, but it was more like makeup and stuff, which yeah. is cool. Well, I would have, I guess it just would have been corny. Watching it again. Mm-hmm. I think they, I mean, it's really, it's, it hasn't aged well, but, yes. but I mean, it, for the time, it's really good. Mm-hmm. I feel like they should have just done more, uh, like an animatronic for it. I think that yeah. would have been scarier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But, you know, when you can use the technology and it's new, right? Yeah. You know. He just looks like a scary thing from Toy Story, like... You know what, Manny? Sorry, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Greatest movie ever. Wow. Uh, so while a lot of computer gener... Uh, I'm sorry. Um, while a lot of computer-generated imagery was used, many scenes were real, including Rachel Weisz's character being covered in rats and locusts. Those were real rats and locusts. I believe so it. So that's unfortunate. Yeah. Was the other dude covered in locusts? That I think that was real. You remember the... Other guy uh, who's trying to find the mummy as well. And one of them is covered in those beetle thing, the scarab beetles. No, don't you remember when they open the book and the locusts come? Oh, like at when they're camp the first time that yeah. they open the book when I they're camping. When Emotep is just first brought back. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. <sighs> the guy who plays the dad from Jumanji. <laughs> yeah, so underrated. <laughs> I was hoping he'd have a bigger part. He was barely in that movie. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yes. And then Ardeth Bay's character, or the the character of Ardeth Bay, is named after the fake name used by Emotep in the original movie when he was hanging out in Egypt for 10 years. Okay. So that's kind of cool. That's the Magi. Okay, that guy. guy. I was, for someone, I was thinking it was Benny. (laughs) Benny. Uh, The Mummy Returns was turned into a video game for PlayStation 2 and Game Boy Color, where you could play as both Rick and Emotep. Oh, that's a cool concept. Yes, and then D. Bradley Baker voices Rick. Uh, he is Olmec from Legends of the Hidden Temple. Mm-hmm. And then Michael Go, maybe? I'm not sure how to pronounce it, but he voices Ardeth Bay, and he's Alfred from, from ba- Batman. Batman. Re- yeah. From Batman. Batman Returns. Batman Returns, Batman Forever, and the best one, Batman and Robin. Um. <laughs> <laughs> the Alicia Silverstone. Yeah. Ugh. Um there's uh going back to the Mummy Returns, okay, which introduces So this is what I want to talk about how okay. the Weekly Planet talked about yes. this recently. They were talking about like worst CGI ever used in a movie and Scorpion King apparently ranks like number 1 and The Rock 
plays the Scorpion King mm-hmm. in the movie, but apparently they had prosthetics and stuff for The Rock to wear as a Scorpion King, but right. they went with CGI. Huh. So uh, the Weekly Planet brought up a good point. Why didn't they just kind of super him, like impose his body onto like a CGI Scorpion and just mm-hmm. do it that way? Mm-hmm. I think they could have done that at the time. Um, the point I want to make when uh, Brendan Fraser stabs the Scorpion King, and I, this is what I was pointing out to you, um, he stabs the Scorpion King at the end, and as, there's like a two-second pause, and then Emotep comes out of nowhere, just runs to the Scorpion King, and goes, No! And I, I was thinking about how it's so awkward, and I love that moment. Well, they were talking about that on the episode. Oh. I, I feel like they know what we're going to talk about. Weird. Yeah. But it's if you go back and watch that scene, just YouTube Scorpion King getting stabbed and watch Emotep just run and go, no. no. Yeah, there. Okay. Yeah, there are a lot of things that don't make sense in that movie. Yeah, I just. All. Why did they do a part two? I understand. Because the first one was a huge success, despite yeah. how you feel about it. Okay, but looking at the previews for two yeah even if i didn't like the first one even watching the previews for two i was like this looks terrible i okay maybe but my you said thing two is, is terrible yeah it's not as good as the first one i think my thing is that i also saw the third one which is really not good no it's not good at all I so can't then when i it. compare it i'm like oh the second one's not that bad and let me tell you i was down for the third one Really? Yeah. When I was like, oh, yeah. Um, I'm like, yeah, I'll watch a third Mummy movie, even though I didn't like the first two. But this one has Jet Li in it. I'm down. Oh. Yeah. And the concept was cool, but. Yeah. So um, let's talk about the third one. Yeah. Uh, Evie's replaced with Maria Bello. And I think that that just gives you an overall feeling of how completely disappointed I was. Well, I think Rachel Weiss knew it wasn't good. Like, well, she probably thought. No, we are done. <laughs> no, I think she was. Well, I'm sure you she just was. think she read the script or something. And... It's either that, I mean, but she was bigger by the time the third mm-hmm. one was going to come out. My, It could be that. It could be they weren't going to pay her enough money to do yeah. it because she wasn't that. I'm not knocking her credibility or anything, but I don't think she was that big with the first two. Like maybe it launched her, but I remember her being a bigger name around that time. Right. So like she's not going to do it. I was like, bummer. Ugh. Yeah. It's awful. Um, and then there's this whole weird, because Rick and Evie have retired, they have lost that spark, that loving feeling. And it just makes so many awkward moments. We should go back to the second one, though, because okay. in the second one, they have a kid. Yes. So Brendan Fraser and Rachel Weisz's character fall in love. They And it skips, like, what, eight years for the second one? Because yes. the kid's like eight years old. Yes. But I don't think that, I don't think, here's the other thing. And I didn't find that believable either. No, I don't think that it really actually skips eight years. It's just like suddenly they have an eight-year-old child. I don't <laughs> think the time frame actually makes sense. No. And that bothered me too. But, and then in the third one, he's suddenly in his 20s. Yeah. And and it hasn't really gone by that much no not at all i don't know yeah it's very strange and then so then they have to go to china and her evie's brother has a bar there for some reason like none of it makes sense (laughs) they they forced so much of it 
Yeah, but I thought <clears throat> as far as the reason I was down, I like I said, Jet Li, and I thought the Terracotta Warriors. I was like, that's yeah, that's that cool. cool. It's yes. like that's a cool plot point. Yes, but I could not finish that movie. Like I started it, and I was like, nope. I watched it for this because I had never even thought about seeing it. Were you kind of excited for it, or were you off the no, bat were you I just? I knew. I think, I think once a movie gets to its third one, mm-hmm. very rarely will it be good. Yeah. That... So. I mean, but how do the James Bond movies and Harry Potter movies do it? You know. Books. <laughs> That's why I said rarely. Yeah. <laughs> uh... Anyway, so yes, but the second one was um, so big that after the second one, they decided to create an animated series. I remember that. Which is kind of also like the second movie, mm-hmm. except it's a different bracelet <laughs> and it's Emotep again, but the reason he wants the bracelet is because it'll give him powers to take over the world. There's no like Scorpion King involved or Was anything. It the it's same just Emotep. People, did you see that? Is it the same people who made like the Men in Black cartoon oh. and Godzilla cartoon? I don't know, but the animation seems very similar. Yeah. I used to love the Men in Black cartoon. And I didn't know that. I, yeah. I never saw it. Yeah, it was on uh, the WB. So was this. So, so I'm, I'm assuming if... they have the same animators. Yeah. 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 Interesting. Um, yeah, I don't know. And then the ride came out around the third movie, I think. I think it came out around the sec. 2004? Is that when it was? Is that... I thought it was 2008 when the ride came was out. Was it that late? That much later? Maybe, right? I because. Don't know. I, I but then the third one came out in 2009. 2008, I think. Okay. Should we, should, we, should we research it right now? Should we look? Sure, go ahead. Okay. Anyway, so <laughs> <laughs> while you do that, I'll just okay. talk about the animated series. Uh, so it had two whole seasons. It was that popular. Evie's promoted to chief archaeologist. The family goes to Egypt for a dig. They find the manacle of Osiris. It chooses Alex. It's this bracelet. Um, he's 11 in the first season, but 14 in the second season. So, again. So, they, they're not really good with managing nothing makes their sense. time. Yeah. No. And then um, what I found interesting was some of the voice actors. So. Okay, Jess. Yeah. 2008. Dang it. But as you're looking, I'll look for the ride, though, because you might be right on the ride. Okay. Darn it. So sad. Uh, okay, so. The voice of Emotep in the animated series is Jim Cummings. Okay. Which this is this is the second time he's come up in our podcast yes, because he also right. did voices on Wacky Adventures of Ronald McDonald. Where he played Emotep. <laughs> Little known fact. Yeah. Of but he also was the voice of Tigger and Darkwing Duck, so he yeah, he did other things. Uh Rick O'Connell is played by John Schneider, who was Bo from Dukes of Hazard. Okay. <laughs> Then Uncle Jonathan is voiced by Tom Kenny, who's Heifer from Rocco's Modern Life and also SpongeBob. SpongeBob. You you got the ride. I was wrong about the ride. 2004. Okay, well. So it's like we're okay. both right. It's like even. It's, it's, even Steven. Yeah. Fine. So yeah, that's the anime series. I watched part of the first one. <laughs> um, but the reason Emotep is brought back in the animated series is because 
Evie has this coworker that is angry that she gets promoted. And he's like, I'll show you. And he brings Emotep back, which to me seems like that's not an appropriate reaction. No, it's not. But I can see it happening in today's world. Like, I'll show you. I'll bring back Emotep. I don't know. I think it could happen. I mean. That's pretty vengeful. I don't know. I've just with my, you know. 20 years of work experience i've met some <laughs> people is like i'll show you i'm like are you gonna just key my car next time get emo tech okay <laughs> i'd rather deal with that next time just bring back a mummy yeah i know how to fight a mummy i've watched the movies this is gonna cost me a thousand dollars and you could have an adventure mm-hmm. and then write about it like evie did in the second movie third movie um third go- movie. did you in your research did you find out that um, during they didn't tell the actors this, but during filming there was an insurance policy for the actors. Did you hear about this? I think you told me that when we had talked about doing this. Did oh, you not? No, I didn't tell you this. That oh, okay. there was an insurance pol- policy. Was it taken out against the actors? Is that how it works? That if they were to be kidnapped at the location they were filming, yeah. <laughs> there was like kidnapping insurance. But they didn't tell the actors this until the well, filming no, was over. Then they wouldn't have gone. Yeah, but still. I that's... mean, I wouldn't have gone. Yeah. The, um, we should say the director, Stephen Sommers. Yeah. Um, I'm not, I don't like any of his movies. He directed the first two, mm-hmm. Van Helsing. I have not seen that. And uh, I think he directed G.I. Joe. I haven't seen that either. That And Brendan Fraser makes a cameo in that movie. And the guy who plays the mummy plays... Uh, Dang it, I forgot the G.I. Joe character, and I used to love G.I. Joe. He, he's in the movie. He plays a guy who can disguise himself. Somebody's probably listening to this and shouting it out, but he plays that character, and he shows up in uh, G.I. Joe too. But anyway, oh. yeah. It's kind of like Tim Burton bringing all of his friends into the same movies. True, but Brendan Fraser should have been in Van Helsing. He could have played Frankenstein. Oh, yeah. Frankenstein's monster. Yeah. Yeah. Messed up. Maybe he was busy doing um, Dudley Do Right or whatever he was doing. Yeah. When did The Mummy 2 come out? In 2001? That sounds right. Yes. Yeah, 2001. Because uh-huh. I, I, I think I was a sophomore when that came out. But yeah, so 2004 was Van Helsing. I don't know how I know these things, but... Oh, speaking of like how I know these things in trivia, I made it so far to HQ last night. I almost won. I'm proud of you. I, it was Marvel trivia. What? Marvel, and Marvel, you didn't win? What happened was, I thought it was a trick question. They, the question was, uh, what is the earliest movie in the Marvel Cinematic Timeline? So it was Thor Ragnarok. I think it was Thor Ragnarok, Ant-Man, and Guardians of the Galaxy. I was thinking story-wise, which oh. so I picked Ant-Man, but I knew it was Guardians. Gotcha. <sighs> It and was then, question like, nine. It, came out. it was question nine. I had one more question left. I know I would have gotten that. Yeah, that happened to me with the Friends one. And how many, how many, uh, um, this isn't a plug for HQ, by the way, <laughs> but if you're going to do it, sign up under Jess and I so we can get points. How, how many passes do you have? None. Don't you have to buy those? No, you keep on playing and you earn I passes. I haven't played in a really long time. Oh, I have six passes. Whoa. So I'm throwing it out there. I think in four days is the season finale, and it's up to $100,000. We need to get a team together, because I and I'll make it to level seven. <laughs> I just need to answer 10 questions right. Yeah. 
Yeah. Okay. Okay. Not 10 questions, right? Because I have a pass. I need to answer what's that? Because it goes to 12, right? For the season finale. I didn't know there was a season finale. Yeah. It's up to $100,000 and it keeps on growing. So if you keep on playing, you get levels for free passes. So I can miss questions. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Got the hiccups. We can do that. It's hurting. <sighs> We're good. Jess. Yeah. If you had to rank the mummy movies. <laughs> okay. Oh, we well, should talk about the Tom Cruise one. I tried. Oh, yeah. We, yes. Yeah. We I was going to watch that, but that, it's not. I heard, oh, apparently, just listening to podcasts and other things, that Tom Cruise kind of turned the, that into an action movie. Which right. Everybody's he, complaining about, but the 1999 movie, that's an action movie. It's not really scary. Correct. Well, wasn't it. Didn't he say he wouldn't do it unless it was rewritten to be more of an action movie because he thought it was too scary or something yeah but i i guess it it should have been scary but don't get tom cruise for it then yeah but it's tom cruise what are you gonna not have tom cruise i know but i mean the dude's known for action action and stunts so if you wanted to be scary i would have gotten like brendan fraser again yeah I did see an interview where someone was asking Brendan Fraser about it, and he was so nice mm-hmm. and, I don't know, gracious, I guess, about the whole thing, about not being invited to, oh, do, to it. do it. And yeah. Anyway, it was so nice. He was like, no, of course, Tom Cruise is going to do a great job. I'm excited, and it'll be great for the fans and all this stuff. It was so nice, and yep. that's why we love Brendan Fraser. And what the mummy is known for... Uh... It doesn't age well, too, is when he's, like, when he, like, goes away, like, disappears into the sand, and it's, like, a giant face. Right. And I think they tried to do it in the Tom Cruise one. Uh, Oh, yeah. I remember that from the trailer, I think. She breaks all the glass where it's, you know, kind of like sand, and her face appears in it. Mm -hmm. The trailer annoyed the heck out of me because I just felt like the mummy, like, and I like that actor, too. I forgot her name, that actress. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, but in the previews, all she does, is, she's just screaming every time I see her. She's like, ah. Yes. I'm not going to watch this. And I didn't. I couldn't get through it. I watched it on a plane. So, I, and I think that I was kind of falling in and out of sleep. Mm-hmm. So I watched it, but I don't remember. That movie from it. failed miserably, too, because it was supposed to set up. I know. A, like a universal cinematic universe. I'm so sad. And. It didn't happen. They had everybody signed on, too. But um, Red Letter Media, half in the bag, this is crazy. They reviewed The Mummy a couple years ago, the Tom Cruise one. And their pitch for it, they said, why don't you give it to somebody smaller, like the Blumhouse production? Are you familiar with Blumhouse? Mm-hmm. I think they produced Get Out. They make, like, the smaller oh. sort of horror movies. Okay. And they're like, they need to turn that property over to Blumhouse and do something on a smaller scale. Well, somebody in Hollywood was listening because Blumhouse just got the rights to The Invisible Man, and they're going to be producing that. So I feel like Hollywood producers sometimes listen to Red Letter Media, but um, probably yeah. They're but they've called big. a couple things. So, did you see what the premise was for creating that universe too? Well, like what they were setting up, in how the they were. How what the plan was to tie everything together? No, I didn't know that. I just know in the Tom Cruise mummy, like they had, oh, they introduced Doctor Jekyll, played right. by Russell Crowe. Right. Them. Yeah. So the whole thing was that there was supposed to be this secret society that hunts 
monsters basically Mm -hmm. and so um that was the whole thing so that's how they were tying it together and then dr jekyll was the head of it so i think his movie was probably going to be about mainly that but then how he's battling mr hyde that's weird and i think harvier harvier bardem Mm -hmm. i think he was going to play the wolf man yes universal has tried so many times to get their monster franchise off the ground and it's they it's like well to get it back i guess because i mean originally but but do you remember okay so they did the mummy right if anything that's when they should have have done the that's when they did no but like start tying things in oh created a universe yeah okay we're gonna do that because then they did van helsing where they took all their monsters they just didn't feature the mummy in that Mm -hmm. and then uh 2010 i'm sorry i thought you meant the original mummy no no, i'm sorry sorry like the oh yeah back in the day they knew what they were doing but Mm -hmm. um and then they tried to do a wolfman movie with benicio del toro and that's not very good either i heard uh they had production problems um i think the director got fired and was replaced with uh another director and i don't know i universal Turn it over to Jess and I. We know what to do with it. <laughs> We've got this. We've got this. Don't we worry. Can, yeah. We'll get Brendan Fraser back. Mm-hmm. It'll all be fine. Yeah. Just put him, just, yeah, put him in today's world like he got frozen or something. <laughs> and uh, at the end, Samuel L. Jackson comes up to him and tells him he's been chosen for the Avenger initiative. And Ooh, then, yes. Yeah. And just put him in the Avengers. That's all. And then he has flashbacks where he realizes that he was someone's uncle. <laughs> Is this the plot for Forever Young? <laughs> oh, it is. Oh, you're right. <laughs> oh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, that's my gripe with Universal right now. They don't know what Get to do with their stuff monsters. together, yeah. Universal. They know how to make. They know how to make a good. Okay, I take that back. I I will acknowledge that the Fast and the Furious movies are like just mindless entertainment, but I enjoy them. And it seems like Universal knows what they're doing when it comes to that. But I think I'm done after the latest Fast and Furious trailer. What are we on? 13? Well, it's a spinoff with The Rock and Jason Statham. Oh my gosh, I called... hate everything about this already. I, I used to... Here's the weird thing. I used to hate Fast and Furious. I hated it. And then I saw the fifth one and I was like, oh, I, I'm on board. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, I don't know why. I think because the the fifth one, they acknowledge like how absurd it is like they're like we know what we're doing we're just gonna go with it did you go back and watch the other ones after the fifth one or had you already seen them i had but just seen didn't them. Like them yeah i just didn't like them like the worst what's considered to be the worst one um i actually really do enjoy tokyo drift i it's fine like it's it's not the best thing in the world but i like it um because they spend a lot of time in tokyo Getting back to what I was I saying, though. I can't take no. seriously. No, I, but I know what it is. It's not like I won't be like, these right. are the best things ever. Right. Going back, Hobbs and Shaw trailer comes out a couple weeks ago. As I, 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 with the seventh Fast and the Furious movie, I turned over to my friend TJ. We went to the theater and I was like, I feel like they're trying to make it like Marvel, like, like superhero sort of oh my status. Gosh, like, so... they're, they're trying to make like a Marvel universe. In the new trailer, the new villain is bulletproof, has superhuman strength, and he can't be killed. I'm like, yeah, okay, we're in Marvel territory now. This is so stupid. I won't won't watch it. I'm not going to watch it. I I should have been done by 7 because Paul Walker was out. 
Right. But then eight came out and I was like, how are they going to do it with Paul Walk without Paul Walker? And so I, I'm done. I'm officially done. They have two more coming out. I'm done. Okay. They have two more. Well, Hobbs and Shaw is a spinoff and then they're doing Fast and the Furious nine. And in nine, apparently they're going to be featuring the Wolfman, the mummy <laughs> and Frankenstein. They're finally. Instead of Van Helsing, it's going to be Vin Diesel sing. <laughs> Vin Diesling. Vin Diesling. <laughs> Uh, okay, so to tie things off, um, I have s- something that I want to talk to you about sure. um, for future episodes. episodes. Well, should we announce what we're planning on doing for the future episode? Nope, it should be a surprise. Okay. So here's what I've been thinking, because granted, this was my choice, this topic. Okay. Because I wanted to talk about Brennan Fraser, and I think we've done that successfully. Thank you for giving me that opportunity. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. Uh, However, it's been a while since we've talked anything 1988. Oh, by the way, we never mentioned the reason we actually chose The Mummy was because this year is the 20th anniversary of The Mummy with Brendan Fraser. Okay. So if that's the case, you know what's going to be the 20th anniversary of? What else? The Matrix. Oh, yeah. You just said that. Yeah. No, you said, wait, The Mummy came out during The Matrix? Yeah, it came out the same year. Oh, good Lord. Looks like we're doing great. an episode. Well, great. You just gave me an idea for an Can't episode. wait. Okay. No, what I was really going to say mm-hmm. is it's been so long since we've um, discussed a 1988 movie. So okay. I think big business. Wait a minute. I was going to watch that the other Are you day. Serious? Yeah. Uh, my girlfriend and I were sitting down, and I was ex- I was like, I used to love this movie as a kid. It's so funny. Yeah, I didn't watch it, though. I was going to watch <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, I didn't watch it. But I was going to. I was right there, and I think we wound up watching Deadpool 2. But I was like, wow. have you ever seen Big Business? Oh, it's so good. Yeah, they used to play it on the Disney Channel all the time. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Censored, if there's any. I don't think mm, there's anything I don't in it. Think, I don't remember anything being I'm down crazy. to talk about that movie. Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited. Yeah, I, I used to, I, it's a guilty pleasure of mine. All right. Going from that Fast went, and the Furious to Big Business. That went better than I expected, so. No, I'm down. Boom. Yeah. Has really good uh, two actresses in it. And I think Tom Skerritt is in it, right? Um, I don't remember. I think he's one of the. It seems like he would be. Yeah. I could be wrong. It's, 1988. Or is it Tom Selleck? I used to confuse the Tom two. Tom Selleck's not in it, Okay, no. so maybe it's Tom Skerritt. Okay. Yeah, I'm down. Um, Jessica said we can't talk about what next week's episode, <laughs> or well, in two weeks from now. But I had this idea. It's a good one. It's good, but we're both terrified, <laughs> and we don't know how this is gonna work. I'm still scared. Like I'm. Me too. I'm not looking forward but I'm, to it. I'm. I'm excited. I'm scared. All the things. <laughs> I I don't want to make it sound dirty, but this is what I'm saying for this. I feel like we have to wear gloves for this episode. Absolutely. Yeah. We're going to need gloves for this episode. And maybe protective eyewear. Yeah, for sure. I'm down. Anyway, uh, well, you'll see when we record this. This is going to be, I don't think we've ever done anything like this before. I haven't in my life, so. No, I'm not. I I regret suggesting what we're going to do. It's, I'm not looking forward to it. I'd rather stick my hand in a mouse trap. That, no. No, I'm serious. I'm serious. I can't wait, then. <laughs> Great. If that's an option, I'm going to have a mousetrap <laughs> on the table. <laughs> All right. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, Shortest episode ever. That wraps things up for quarter for the payphone. I want to thank all of our listeners, all 
two million of them. <laughs> oh, we're pretty big, Jess. Have you seen our analytics? I actually haven't looked at them. Neither since have I. I I'm assuming two million now. I oh, think we're up yeah. there. A roundup, you know. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> I just realized what you said. I was like, oh yeah, okay. <laughs> Right. Well, uh, thank you, everyone, for listening to Jess and I and supporting us. And I hope everybody has a great rest of their week. Bye. Jess, aren't you going to say bye? Oh, bye. Okay, bye. <laughs>